Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Welcome, everyone. My guest today is Jason Bressler, the CTO at United Wholesale Mortgage, to talk about how UWM approaches technology and hiring for tech workers. Hi, I'm McKenna Clay, Events and Program Specialist here at HW Media, and I wanted to invite you to our upcoming event this summer. A theme we've heard from housing leaders this year is the importance of relationships to not only survive, but be strategic in 2023. And that's why we decided to invite the top C-suite executives and leaders in mortgage to join us at Gathering of Eagles in Austin, Texas from June 18th until 21st. Now, Gathering of Eagles has historically been exclusive to the nation's most elite brokerage, association and team leaders, and C-suite leaders. But for the first time this year, we're opening up the audience to include execs from mortgage, title, and insurance so that you can connect and build vital partnerships for your business. If you want to learn more, visit the events page on realtrends.com and you can get registered today to come hang out with us in Austin. Jason, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So excited to be here. So we are recording this at UWM Live, and a big part of this conference has been announcing some of the tech things that UWM is offering to its brokers. And here I am talking to you. So great interview. Uh, Let me ask this. So... I know that UWM really has a build versus buy mentality. Yes. So how does that, are you part of that? Did you bring that with you when you came? Um, You've been here since 2016, correct? Yes. Yeah. No, that was all me for sure. I I subscribe very, very heavily to the build versus buy mentality. And how does that work out at a place like UWM? Well, we're invested and Matt has invested so much into technology to take us to the next level that... Um, I almost would equate it to, um, and I talk about this a lot, is uh, in our industry, as we continue to grow, and not just at UWM, but the the entire mortgage industry as a whole, I I equate it to having a, a bionic arm. A lot of people will look at themselves and say, okay, I'm going to go buy a bionic arm because it's this great new thing. It's the same thing as buying a niche piece of software, for instance, or a very boutique company comes out and says, I have this great piece of technology that's going to fit really well into how you do things. In the bionic arm scenario, one of two things is going to happen. Either one, my body's just going to reject it. The same thing as software. It's like you try to put something in and it just doesn't work. It can't fit into the processes that you have, or probably worse yet, you're going to put the the bionic arm yet and and your body's going to take it. But now what ends up happening is you just bought a bionic arm, you got this great, awesome thing, and you're stuck with a dad bod. And so you bought this thing and they own this company only makes right arm bionic arms. So what do you got to do? You got to go out and find a company that makes left arm bionic arms. And maybe they're going to still work with your body. You're not totally sure. And then you got to get legs and you got to do all these things. Or you could have just eaten right and exercised and taken care of the body that you had to make things better. It's the same thing with the build versus buy mentality. If you don't invest in your team and build everything very quickly and then support that and build off of it. And instead, you just go out and try to find the next cool thing or try to bring whatever sounds great into your environment. It 
it, it actually never works. I was going to say almost never works. It actually never works. If you invest in your people and you invest in the technology stack that you're building off of, you can move very quickly. You can react to the market and you can react to Matt Ishbia, which is all of those things. <laughs> yeah. You know, he said from the stage that um, he has different, you know, if he, if he has a weekend where he doesn't have his kids, he's like, all he's thinking about is like, oh, what can we build? What can we do? Yes. And uh, that he's going to, he's going to send those over. So is that, you know, where do you get the ideas um, from to like, this is the next thing we need to build? Like, how do you, how do you decide what's the priority there? Well, so much of it is from broker feedback. So we're so big and I'm so big. I go directly out to brokers and broker owners all the time. And I ask for not just their feedback on our products, but then also, uh, what they need. How do like, how do we stay competitive in the marketplace? It's part of what we rolled out today. The portal being one of those things, everybody's asking me for connectivity into our systems. How do we do that? Everybody thinks that they're a technologist, but they don't quite know how to do it. And they want to, they're willing to spend a lot of money to buy a software developer to come in and try to connect the systems. But that's not great because they don't have a lot of money. Like it's still a lot of mom and pop shops. They just want to take it to the next level and try to scale. That's where the idea from the portal came from was, I don't care what LOS you use and how you use it and what you do. Let me build it. And then I'll just make it ease of use for you. And that's really how almost all of our ideas come. So it's really from the broker up and you guys deciding, you know, what is the next priority? Because, you know, I was at um, AIM Fuse in mm -hmm. the fall. He announced things, you know, every time I, uh, he, he, you're constantly iterating and coming up with new things. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's uh, as, as a company, we're constantly iterating and coming up with new things as a chief technology officer. It's a little bit different. You know, I've got almost 1300 people that work for me and they all work here in our building. Building and, you know, we're all grinding every day. And I've, in my career, I came from retail. I've been doing this for 26 years, only in the mortgage industry, only in IT. And I was in retail for the last 20 years before I came over to UWM. And as, you know, we, we kind of look at it, it's, you know, I've always tried to build an IT organization and not necessarily care about as much of what the community needs as much as building out a true technology scale company. And one of the things that I've learned specifically since I've been here, which has made us very successful, is I would pitch all these things to Matt about, hey, our team members need this or we could be more efficient with that. And he's like, yeah, but does that get us business? Does it really help the broker community if we do th something like that? I'm like, well, no, not really. In the long term, absolutely. He's like, you know what? Stop doing this and go out and start talking to brokers. And that's really once I started doing that, then all the ideas really started to kind of marry each other with a technology organization with the broker community. Well, and once you've invested in those 1300 people and getting, you know, great people here, like then it, it makes this much easier, right? You're like, you're, you're not going out looking for the unicorn that's going to be doing this. Like you already have that brain power here. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things that makes us unique as it relates to the industry itself is because everybody has to work in one building and in this building, my talent pool, obviously, to choose from is just Southeast Michigan, which is not a huge region to, to choose from. And so what we've done is we created something what we call X programs. And so we take people with no technology background that come from the business. So they understand the mortgage industry. They understand how our systems work. All of them, for the most part, talk to brokers already because that's what sets UWM apart from a service standpoint. And we teach them and we pay for them to be developers, business analysts, quality assurance analysts, to get into infrastructure, 
all of those things, A, they're incredibly grateful for the opportunity to do it. So they tend to be very, very loyal, but they bring all the ideas from their own teams and their own departments into IT. And so they've got a million different ideas of how to expand off of our systems specifically for the brokers. And that really, uh, and those ideas and merged in with broker ideas really allows us to start expanding. That is such a unique way to, to, you know, approach that. So who do you find, like what kind of backgrounds tend to be um, the people that you bring into that program? And are you looking, are you going out and finding them? They come into you. How does that work? Oh, everybody wants to get into an X program now. So when we started it, it started with maybe 10 people. We did it one time right when I started. And the way that it even happened was Matt, uh, when he was recruiting me, uh, we had a conversation at dinner and he said, you know, I met a receptionist once and she was the best culture fit I have ever met for UWM. I wanted her so badly. And she said no, because she really wanted to be in technology. And she said, who's going to take a chance on a receptionist with no IT background? I want to put myself through school and figure these things out. And Matt said, do you think you could train somebody with no background to come into IT? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like you can train anybody to do anything. I don't, I don't even have an IT background. I went to school for English language and literature for secondary education. And so I'm like, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And that was even how it got started. So we started very small and we were really recruiting from the outside. And then we found the people that come from inside UWM are much better because knowing is half the battle. And, you know, you already know the mortgage industry. You don't have to learn all these other things. You already know that. And so now at this point, I would say we run our pro, we probably bring 300 people, maybe a little bit more in a year through our X programs. We probably get 2000 applicants for those 300 and 350 uh, positions that we have available. So it's very, very competitive for people to try to get into IT. Wow. Okay. So how long is that program? Like if I, if I sign up now, do I do that at night in addition to my job? Not into addition. So you do it here in the office, 12 weeks paid. So you, you're getting an almost immediate pay bump to come into IT. And then you get a pay bump along the way several different times as you start graduating through different levels of the class. So you're, you're a trainee and then you're an associate. And then eventually you become a level one. That entire process takes about a year. But the initial just to like teach you our code base and how to use it takes about 12 weeks. And then you actually hit the floor and you start to work with a lot of mentorship around you. Wow, that's incredible. And and a great way to, like you said, uh, level up the community that you have. Exactly. Exactly. Having to to go out, especially when people want to work remote, right? I mean, tech workers, generally speaking. Exactly. And that's been, it it definitely has been a challenge over the years, especially post-COVID. You know, that it, it, so many of these jobs are hybrid. So many of them are remote and we want everybody in here. Well, if you've never had an opportunity to get into IT and we're going to teach it to you and you're going to be really good at it and we're going to spend all this time, not just the 12 weeks, but I mean, your entire career mentoring and teaching you, then you don't, you don't care if you're in the office. That makes no difference to you. Well, and if there are, if there are internal uh, candidates, they're already used to being in the office with you guys. They kind of know what that culture is and what they're getting into. Right, right. And what we found is a lot of people will come into UWM at a, in a different position and knowing when they come in that they need to dominate what they're doing, be fantastic at what it is because they want to get into IT. Their whole goal is to get into IT, but they know that they don't qualify yet. But if they can be great as an underwriter, they're going to get a pretty good opportunity to get inside of IT. So interesting. Yeah. And to grow. So I know that 
from uh, 2016 when you joined, you've grown this quite a bit. Yes. What's What are the numbers? Tell me what those numbers are. We had about 125 IT team members when I joined, and now we're just a little bit short of 1,300 team members inside wow. of IT. Yeah, so a very expansive growth and, you know, for an IT organization, somewhat reckless growth, but we've done a fantastic job of managing that and containing it and, and growing with the team. What are the other uh, tech things that Matt uh, laid out in, at UWM Live that people might not know about? Well, so we talked about the portal. So the portal is actually, he he did a great job of explaining it, but not how amazing it actually is. You know, so the portal actually allows you to say, I don't, I don't care what LOS you use. We'll give you a direct integration into Ease so you can click a button, see all of your loans inside of Calix Point, for instance, that you've already assigned to UWM. And then you can import it into Ease. You can choose your product. You can choose your pricing down to your broker comp so it's tied directly to you. You can run one-click AUS that we have and then push it through. The better kind of piece of this is the bi-directional API support that we're giving from Ease, which is our system, back into the LOS. So every time an underwriter updates it, income, assets, conditions, doesn't really matter what it is. We push that information directly back to that broker's LOS. So there is no more double entry. There's no more confusion. We're giving you everything that you're seeing in your LOS. It's exactly what we're seeing at UWM, which is huge. He also talked about PA Plus and Processor Assist Plus, which is great. So it's a great way for brokers to be able to scale and for us to be able to help them do that along with contract processors and the processors that they have. We've built a lot of tech to make it much easier internally for a dedicated loan coordinator to spend the time working with a broker to do all of the things that a processor would do. So from the time that it's like, we're going to start working on this to when you roll it out, typically, what does it look like for programs like that? So in the normal world, it would usually be two years at UWM. I would say it's anywhere from two months to eight months. So we, it's part of having a large team is I can shift and dedicate resources to be able to go into what's the highest priority and then the maintenance of all the other products and projects that we have going on at the same time. But typically, um, Matt's gotten much better. It used to be like he would come up with an idea and he's like, I need it in two months and it would be a year long project. Now he gives me about eight, nine, 10 months and actually talks to me about it. And he says, hey, Jason, you think this is a good idea too? And he doesn't care what I say, but at least, you know, he, he at least talks with me about it, which is great. And, it, it, and they're always great ideas. Here's a question. What is the unsung hero of the mortgage tech stack in your opinion? You know, there's lots of flashy things, but what from your perspective is like, you have to have X. This is the thing you have to have. Hmm, that's a good question. As a broker, as a technologist, as a broker, there is no, I would say, one piece of technology that's a must-have outside of you need to have some type of decent point of sale that also acts as a, as a loan origination system. You have to have it. And you know, so UWM has Blink Plus that does both of those things, and it's free. And so that's really the biggest thing is, you know, what we've done is said, okay, if a POS and an LOS, the POS at least allows you to touch your clients and have them have a way to apply and give you the the most, the least amount of information that you can get. And you need a way to get all of their information on the back end to get it to a lender. It doesn't matter if it's UWM or anybody else, but you need to have that no matter what. You can't work out of somebody else's system 100% of the time. Those tend to be very, you know, LOSs and POSs tend to be very, very costly. And if you want to change with them, you've got to pay for that too. You've got to go to the LOS, you've got to go to the POS and they might say, okay, it's $25,000 to make this change and we'll do it in six months. You know, if it's a blank plus, for instance, somebody comes to me and says, hey, we need to make this change for my mortgage call reporting because, 
you know, we found that this happened in a compliance issue, we can get that done in four days and, at, and free of charge. And so having the POS and the LOS is incredibly vital. How is technology helping with the cost to originate? We know that right now that's higher than ever. And that's mainly because, you know, there's so little volume that everyone's absorbing that cost, right? You can't spread that out. Right. How do you think that technology has made such a difference in the last couple of years? So people go tend to go one of two ways with the cost of technology over the last couple of years is some just stick to what they know that they have. And so, you know, it's why even as we were going through the portal, we found a lot of our clients use Calix Point. Calix Point doesn't update itself very often, right? It is still based off of today's technology tech standards, probably low tech, I would probably say compared to other LOSs, but it works really well for what it does. And so the people that stick with that and then try to understand, okay, how else, like what else could connect into my Calix point and what else could I possibly do? That's kind of level one. Level two is there's a lot of different LOSs that have come out over the last couple of years. And there's a lot of brokers who think, I know I need to invest in technology. I'm not exactly sure how or why. And the biggest change that's happened is because they understand that it's spawned all these smaller niche uh, technology mortgage shops that are trying to sell all these pieces together to say, I can make your life a little bit easier here. I can make you more efficient over here. That's really how technology's changed the broker community um, as, as a whole is because of those things. And if you don't really understand the technology, you can spend a ton of money on things that don't make sense, that aren't going to actually make you better and actually create more of a headache because now you got to manage it too. Um, so he he announced which of the LOSs plug in. Uh, is that going to be expanded or? Yeah, so part? I actually can add an infinite amount of systems. It could be somebody's custom LOS. It could be a small Salesforce application that somebody uses. I can tie that into in, into the portal too. And so it will be it will be any LOS that wants to be inside of the portal. And so, so far we found every LOS that we've talked to that has an open API that wants to work with us, 100% of them have said yes, obviously. It only increases their business and their outreach and their exposure into the wholesale community. What are you excited about as you look forward to what tech can do that's not doing right now? I mean, everybody will say this, but it's it's AI. I mean, artificial intelligence really is the crux of where not just the mortgage industry is going, but where all of technology is going. Most companies and most people don't quite understand it. I'm incredibly excited for it. So, I mean, UWM is so big. We have so much data and there's so many things that we can do to help the broker community to make UWM more efficient internally. That's really where we're going to start putting all of our focus on. And in your opinion, what what part of the broker experience does that help most or, or the customer experience when you think about that? So let's take, for instance, a scenario desk. So that's maybe one of our biggest, um, not necessarily complaints, but maybe one of our biggest issues with brokers is they have a file, they have, they have a borrower, they have no idea if it's going to quite fit because it's not vanilla and most of the, of the borrowers aren't vanilla as they come in. And so they're calling an underwriter. They're sending in an email to the scenario desk. Hey, this is what I have. Will this work in this program or could you recommend a different program? Well, that takes a long time. Like now I've got to have somebody internally research that, go through Fannie Freddie guidelines, look at UWM overlays. It could work here. Give me some more documentation. You take a, a, AI and you just type in to you know one of our systems, for instance, this is the borrower's information that I have. We can instantaneous, instantaneously spit back out to you. It qualifies for this program, this program, this program, assuming that you have this these pieces of documentation. Do you want to upload it right now? 
like that's really where it's it's going to help, especially when the next refi boom hits, which is going to be a longer refi boom than we've probably seen in decades. You know, I've just been using ChatGPT, which is a very, you know, I mean, that's a very small individual kind of application, right? We're not even talking about what you're talking about. And what freaks me out about it is by the time I'm done typing and I hit it, it's already generating right. something. It, the, the speed of it is like nothing that I as just a consumer have ever seen. Right. So I can only imagine when you're using it, you know, at, at you guys level, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of the same thing, except that, you know, so ChatGPT is really just a great, great data aggregator. And then it's it, it, the more that it has, the more it can really pinpoint into this. And so what we want to do is say, all right, let's use the, that piece of technology, but let's overlay it with all the data that we have and not just predict, but actually say this is exactly what you're looking for. That's really where we want to get to. Wow. That is a game changer, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. So that might be, you might've just answered my next question, which was one of Matt's focuses, uh, and I'm talking about Matt Ishbia here, obviously CEO of UWM, is um, tech being the key for scaling, which he thinks is the next, the next big challenge is mm -hmm. like, okay, right now, low volume, but you have to gear up for, for what's coming next and what's coming after that. So that scaling idea. So from your perspective, you know, and, and maybe it's what you guys rolled out today, um, what is it that helps with the scaling? So part of what we rolled out today will help with the scaling. And I talk to brokers about this all the time is Matt did hit the nail on the head today where he said that what most brokers focus on is making the most money on every deal. And so most brokers will focus on that. And I say the same thing from a technology standpoint is you need to look at how to use technology to make yourself scalable now and not just for today. And it's the biggest problem and issue that I see with brokers is they want to grow. They don't want to spend the money right now. Okay. But if you're not going to spend the money, how are you going to build a skeleton that's going to allow you to fill in the meat as all the business starts to come in? It's through efficiency and simplicity and doing that through technology. And so the easiest way to do that is say, just like the, in, in the bionic arm scenario is what system do you have right now? My guess is it's probably good enough. You just need to start dieting and exercising on your actual LO on, on whatever that, that stack is. So use it the right way. Are you really doing that? Or are you just going out for one little flashy thing? Are you just going to wait until business gets too big and you got to hire one more person or one more person that never, ever, ever works for scale, not just in the broker community, but in any business. You know, if you're going to wait until everybody's about to burst and you're like, okay, I'll get one more person now because I think I can do it. That doesn't work. But if you can't afford to hire somebody, then learn the technology, learn what we have. I'm surprised a lot of times that how many people, how many times brokers know of our technology, but not how to use our technology? Because they're like, well, I've, I'll figure, you know, I'll wait until you like make it mandatory that I have to use a system. I'm like, don't, don't ever wait for that. You know how frustrated you're going to get the first time. I understand you don't like change. This is the perfect time when you're not as busy to learn our systems a little bit better. And it, just tell me that you want to, and I'll set you up with somebody to do it. But that really is how technology, it, all the pieces are there for every broker. It's just a matter of, them learning it right now. Are brokers, do they tend to be very tech savvy people? Typically not. Um, <laughs> I think that, you know, for the most part, they're, they're great salesmen. They're good entrepreneurs. You know, they don't want to get bogged down in the details of technology, but they love the idea of what somebody might say or somebody might sell. And it could take some stuff off of them, but you still got to learn what that does. And so, you know, what we are trying to do is say, it's great that you know of these things. 
we created all these things. So just come in here, come to a success track, call your AE, go through some of these trainings, and we'll show you exactly what it is and use it for six months. And then I'm going to just hound you for feedback. Is it good? Could I make it better? Now that you've used it, what ideas do you have that will help you and the rest of the broker community? So as you have your um, tech people here who are who are working on these things, are they the ones who reach out for that feedback, knowing that, hey, like I've done this, I've, I've been part of this community, I know what this looks like? So they do. Absolutely. So I have a lot of them do that. I do it personally a ton. And so I will record videos all the time and then send them out to broker owners constantly and say, hey, we might not have met. Maybe we have. I'm Jason Bressler. I'm the CTO. I want to hear what the next big thing is for you specifically. And then let's look at, can I help you really quickly? Maybe you're having just a random problem in ease. Let me help you with that real quick, just so you know UWM's here for you. But more importantly, you tell me what you think is going to help you have this great life from a technology standpoint. We do so many what we call mix and mingles here at UWM. So we have brokers fly in and a lot of them every week for our success track. And then every Wednesday or Thursday night, we have this mix and mingle where it's just like light apps and drinks. And I send all of my IT captains and we have them on a schedule down to go talk to the brokers. IT people are usually, you know, somewhat introverted, a little bit shy. And going into those things is like a constant first date. You just have to walk up to everybody and be like, hey, I'm Jason Pressler. You're pretty, you know, so that you can get something to, you know, get back and forth. But getting them out of their shell and seeing how much people appreciate our tech, the broker community appreciates our technology makes the IT team members that we have so much more comfortable in trying to solicit more feedback and get better ideas for what specifically it is that they work on. So what do you think the way that you guys are structured, how does that give you an advantage over, you know, if someone's like buying the bionic arm mm-hmm. in, in your uh, illustration there and they get that in and then they're trying to get it out to their team or they're trying to use it? Like, how do you feel like it's an advantage? the way that you guys approach this in getting people to adopt it. So basically the way that we're approaching it is saying, hey, we're just going to create what we think is the perfect body based off of your feedback. And we're going to show you exactly how we did it. And we want you to use it. And then you can turn around and recruit off of that, retain off of that, get more business off of that. But let us just manage the body for you. Right. Like what's what's the point of you trying to get the perfect body when I've got it for you? Just go out and sell the perfect body now. So that that's better. I mean, I would think that uh, I did a lot of interviews with tech companies when I first started at Housing Wire. And one of the biggest problems is just getting people to adapt and especially loan officers, mm-hmm. right? If you have this rock star loan officer, he kind of calls, he or she kind of calls the shots. And if he's like, yeah, I'm not using that. I, I'm not using that technology. You know, sometimes the companies are like, well, okay. And so you have, you know, four or five different things being implemented, which just throws the whole operations into you know, chaos. Absolutely. I mean, and one of the, it's like, it's such a big difference. And because I've lived in both worlds, the biggest difference between retail and wholesale, it really is, you know, like in retail shops, everybody has to pander to the sales guys, you know, because they really don't want them to leave. So what they do is they just scare the hell out of them. They say, you will never find better technology anywhere than what we've done, right? Well, that's not true. Just like if a consumer uses a broker, they've got a choice of 35 different mortgage lenders. Well, if a, if a broker goes from retail to wholesale, they've got a choice of so much technology, so many different LOSs. And like what Matt rolled out today with the portal, now we're, we've just connected them all into UWM. So you don't even have to do anything. So you know, that piece of it, it, it almost takes that out of having a great loan officer saying, I'm not going to use this. Okay, that's okay with us. Then don't use it. Or you have this one thing that you want to use. Okay, we'll just adapt it into UWM then fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
really interesting. So Jason, you said you have a, you know, you have a different background. You didn't come from the IT background. Do you feel like that is a, you know, a bonus? Do you wish you had the IT background or do you feel like you're bringing something different to the table? Uh, I think I bring something different to the table. I mean, I probably, the, the thing that people say about me most of all from a professional standpoint is you are not like any other IT guy or CIO or CTO I've ever met before. Uh, I do have a very entrepreneurial mindset about everything that I do. I think that um, I'm, I, I am, I run an IT team working at a mortgage company. I also run a world-class IT organization. And so, uh, I'm not introverted. Uh, I, I used to be very shy, but I had to get out of that, you know, to be able to do all of, all of those things. I was going to be a teacher. So I love mentoring. I love helping. But most of all for UWM, the fact that I had to learn everything myself, I'm a hundred percent self-taught. You know, I worked 18, 19, 20 hour days for 10 years to get to just so that I could learn everything. And I did it for almost no money. I was making $20,000, $22,000 a year to do it. But I knew that I wanted to learn everything and it would pay off one day, even like what Matt talked about today in part of his presentation. And so that is, that's really what spawned the X program. You know, I'm like, I'm not smarter than anybody else. I might have, a, have like a stronger drive or a bigger work ethic, but I'm not any smarter. So if somebody can teach me, I can teach it to anybody else too. And that's really what started to actually grow that. And that does make me much different than almost anybody else. It really does. I've talked to a lot of tech people. (laughs) (laughs) Jason, thanks for being on today. Thanks for sharing kind of what you guys are doing and also uh, just your, your, the things that make you unique. You got it. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. We have a Slack channel at HW that publishes all the new registered users for our HW events, like the Gathering of Eagles coming up in June and Housing Wire Annual coming up in October. I was just scrolling through the Gathering of Eagles feed on Slack, and wow, I am blown away with the quality of the attendees. Leaders from Keller Williams, Better Homes and Gardens, EXP, Compass, Hannah Holdings, Remax, and Home Services and incredible ecosystem partners like Zillow, Austin Board of Realtors, New Western Acquisitions, UWM and Bright MLS, just to name a few. If you aren't familiar with GOE, this is our real estate brokerage event for the most elite brokers, teams, MLS execs, and state and local association of realtors leaders. June 18th through 21st in Austin, Texas at the amazing Omni Barton Creek Resort. Visit the events tab on realtrends.com or housingwire.com to register. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show and leave a comment. And make sure to tune in tomorrow for more news and insight.